The year is 1976. Somewhere, someone has fallen in love with a $6 million man. What if that was a boy? A super boy. Crime, action, sci-fi, it's the bionic boy. So grab your slow-mo running shoes because you're listening to a kind of garbage podcast movie edition. Alright, Cody, so we watched um, a great 1977 movie called The Bionic Boy. My choosing, of course. Yes. Did you enjoy the movie? I did enjoy the movie. Quick question to you. What, A, how did you find out about this movie? And what what would make you pick it? Was it the poster? Oh, of course it's the poster. Okay, I Every, thought so. How I find out about the movie was, it was featured on a documentary, Machete Maidens, which is made by the same people who did Electric Boogaloo, the okay. can story. But yeah, it, it was really the cover of this little boy running with half of his chest and his arm exposed, like the skin ripped off, exposed metal because he's bionic spoilers that doesn't happen in the movie (laughs) no you you showed me the poster while we were watching the movie when it was dragging on and i because i was like why are we watching this and you showed me the poster and i was like oh i I 100 get it now yeah i started it and he said so what is the movie's called superboy and i'm like yeah it's sure it's called superboy because if we went by the bionic boy you would know what the whole premise of the movie is and right away we started and it's funny it's good it's dubbed it's a filipino movie i think Yes. Yeah, it takes place in Malta? Uh, Manila. Manila. Oh my god. Malta's a place as well. Hey, you're, <laughs> you're only a few thousand miles away. <laughs> yep. So this is the plot of the movie. An Interpol agent is spotted on TV after his son wins a karate championship. Some type of criminal tycoon wants to kill him and orders a hit on him and his family. The husband dies shortly after being... I don't want to get into it yet, but gang killed. like Violently killed, yes. <laughs> yes, and the wife is already dead. The son, however, is so ravaged by the, the hit on them that they're like, we can save him, we can make him better, stronger, faster. And they proceed Cheaper. to... Cheaper. Cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the kid's like, oh, who, who killed my family? I want to... I'm going to get them. Badly dubbed in English, but great at the same time. And yep. we'll, we'll get into how this movie is cropped as well, which was one of the just... Oh, yeah. It was magical where we were sitting there because it's a widescreen movie and it's cropped to four by three. So you have two people on each end of the screen. You cannot see them except for just like their tips of their fingers as they're talking. Yeah. Well, it was either that or when it was cropped, like people's foreheads were cut off <laughs> or like the sides of people's faces. Anything that was not like a, a head-on center shot was just the shot was completely butchered by the cropping and it in some cases it made it like really tedious because you're like this is very poorly done and in other <laughs> other times you're watching like an intense dialogue scene from two people on either side of a desk but the only thing in frame is like a lamp on a desk so you're just <laughs> hearing people argue and you're watching a lamp it's pretty good and this was another movie that you said afterwards uh, i think while we were watching it, some of the slower parts you're like I'm looking up this movie and I can't find anything on it. There's no information. Yeah. I looked up the original name of it, which is... I'm pretty sure in the Philippines, they were like, this is a Malta movie, isn't it? (laughs) 
people don't even know about this movie in the Philippines. The original name in its original language was... I'm going to butcher whatever language this is because I'm not educated. Als Superboy Starker Als 1000 Sonin, which translates to as a Superboy stronger than 1000 sons. And I'm assuming that's ger- that's translated from German? It's translated from Google Translate. I didn't I, even look at what it was. I'm pretty sure it's German because we noticed in the credits like a ton of this was German producers. And I don't know if it... We couldn't really find out if this was a Filipino movie that had had the distribution rights bought by a German company and then they had dubbed it to English to try to show it in Europe or if it was a German movie shot in the Philippines yeah it's odd yeah so let's let's dive into the movie because I really enjoyed it even though I, I both of us went in blind other than seeing the movie poster and not knowing what it was about so the main character's name is Sonny Sonny Sunny. and the, the movie opens the greatest way any movie can open the 1977 1976 1976 child world martial arts tournament the fourth <laughs> annual fourth annual where children <laughs> of Manila it's of in my, Manila, in my yeah. notes of Manila not Malta <laughs> yeah, it just opens up with a martial arts tournament for children. Yep. And this kid is, the, I guess, the best. He's the best in the world. We try. We ended up finding out later on that this movie did have a sequel. Yes, which we'll get into that as well. Actually, again, that's part of my fun fact notes. Okay, sorry. Um, this, <laughs> no, it's okay. But we, I, what I couldn't find out was if the boy who played Sonny, if he was famous in the Philippines for being a martial artist. Like, I don't know if it was just a kid or if it was a kid martial artist artists that they knew yeah so i guess before getting into the heavy plot according to imdb this movie has three sequels oh my <laughs> so the first one is the return of bionic boy which eventually I'm, i want to watch it cody would be like no yeah we can watch it um and then the other two i think are like spiritual successors because when i was looking at the screenshots for devil's angels oh the main villain from this movie is in that movie dressed hey. up the same way so he has the same suit on but you're sure how sure are you? I am IMDB sure. <laughs> that it's not his scenes of him yelling at henchmen. Oh, I just, hope it is. Just in that movie. Because that's all that character is, is him going, I don't want to hear any ifs, ands, and buts. Get it done. <laughs> the bionic boy's dead, you hear me? <laughs> and then there's also a third movie, which is Cleopatra Wong. And I looked at the screenshots and I couldn't tell how it oh, okay. connected. As far as I know, the Bionic Boy is not in those, though. Because... The the movie's called Cleopatra Wong? Or the act... The the movie is. The movie's called Cleopatra Wong? Yep. So, Sonny, played by Johnson Yap, returns for the return of the Bionic Boy. Yeah. And never does another movie again. (gasps) He has two credits to his name. Do you know why? (laughs) Because he dies. He lost the uh, 1975... Manila Child Martial Arts Tournament. <laughs> that was the winning prize of the Martial Arts Tournament was you get to be in a movie. You get, you get to be the Bionic Boy. Yeah. First Just... prize, Bionic Boy. Runner up. <laughs> $20 Classics gift card. Oh my god. This movie is directed by Leo D. M. Diaz. He directed 40 feature films. Oh wow. And then this one was his last one. <laughs> it took 40. It took 40. And he still never got the cropping down. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the films that he directed, <laughs> the first one, um, I took some notes for the ones that jumped out at me. Batman fights Dracula, <laughs> which <laughs> Batman's symbol on his chest is a picture of Batman <laughs> like, 
instead of the logo of Batman. Rancho Diablo, Magnum Barracuda, The Magic Samurai, and Kung Fu Master. And those are some of the ones that jumped out at me. The other ones, I didn't, like, the words didn't mean anything to me. Magnum Barracuda. Magnum Barracuda. Sounds like a porn star name. (laughs) So this movie was also written by Romero N. Galang, who also wrote The Return of Bionic Boy, which was his last writing credit after 26 movies. So we have um, prestige, I guess, right? There's experience in this movie. And it just shoots everybody's careers down the tube. And I don't understand why, because it was a fun movie. Yeah, I'm assuming the cropping issues came from when this movie, like I'm saying, I'm assuming, like, say this movie was shot on, like, 16 millimeter or or whatever format that it was shot on. It was cropped for, like, home video release, and that's where the cropping issue came from. And as far as the story goes, it does drag on a little bit, but there is a story, it has beats and a resolution, so, like, it's not an incompetent movie it's just kind of out there yeah with the english release like nobody was speaking english except for the main bad guy maybe some of the henchmen okay so the dubbing there's no <laughs> credits for the dubbing that i could see online like who was sunny yeah. that was like when they go to after the tournament they go to like a kid's tv show where he's being interviewed yep the presenter asks him what's, what's your favorite subject in school he's like i like all of them yeah and the guy's like oh you like math and what else he's like i like math science and english <laughs> Oh, yeah, he says... And what is your favorite subject? All of them. All of them. You mean to say that you like math just as well as science or history? Yes, sir. I also like music and art. You do? Yeah, he goes on like a... It's like a variety TV show or like a late night show. And they interview him quickly. And it's so obvious. Yeah, everyone everyone is dubbed and it's so obvious that when you first hear his voice, it just sounds like an adult doing a little boy's voice. It's Michael Jackson. Yeah. (laughs) I am a little boy. The criminal tycoon, the bad guy, I I might have his name later on, he sees the dad on TV. He's like, I know that guy. That's Inspector Lee of, of Interpol. Like, we need to put a hit out on him. So he's, Bionic Boy's father is a retired Interpol super agent who's supposed to be, like, undercover. He's supposed to be, like... I don't even know. Like, I think he's supposed to be undercover or something or in, like, some sort of witness protection. And they put him on national And TV. they put him on TV. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, the movie's main villain is watching is watching. a child's martial arts tournament. So so this is where we get, I think about for like four or five minutes, the criminal tycoon pulls down a map of, so like Vietnam, China. Yeah, it's just most of the Philippines and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and he's talking to all of his henchmen and be like, you need to take on the lumber area. You need to take on the metal. And he's saying how we need to get all these natural resources because we need to become the exporters of these goods to the U.S. The bigger guy in the U.S. will take them i guess that's the background of the movie of what the plot is for the bad guys which makes no sense yeah but it was amazing him being like listen to me guys here's our plan and i i want to insert all of it in here but it's four minutes that's way too long here's how it goes you know the new york family sent me down here on a mission that's to make these countries do their exporting to the united states instead of the places like europe or elsewhere and are the prices we dictate. The family makes money in cargo handling and price manipulation. And that's why we must control Asian business. Yeah, Frank, but how do we do it? It's basically we're going to take over the major trade of the Philippines. But instead of just saying that, he goes, Johnny, you do lumber. Susan, you're on textiles. <laughs> Jimmy, you're on uh, oil. Roger. You're, and it's like he, and it's like okay, we get it. Exports, like you don't need to name all the major exports oh, in the Philippines, but and, they do, and they name all of them. 
<laughs> they're like, you're on silks and fine beads. And it's like, okay. I guess one of these guys is a car dealership owner. I guess it probably wouldn't be a dealership down there. Be the manufacturer. It was supposed to be, it was supposed to be the, uh, yeah, one of the targets owns a car factory. And then this is where the, the main villain and Sonny and his family, this is where like their stories kind of intersect when they're planning on assassinating the president of like this auto company in the Philippines. He's taking Sonny and his family on a tour of a car factory, which I'm assuming was one of the prizes for winning the martial arts tournament and then he just says like you guys should pick out a car to take for a drive i know you guys like a red one <laughs> it's like how would this is a prize or like what the hell is going on and that's where the criminal guys there's a guy perched up on top of a building with a sniper rifle yeah and then for some reason sunny sees him and goes look out and then the dad just whips out his gun yeah doesn't even think about it pops the guy three times which is an amazing shot because it's he shoots cuts to the guy going oh shoots again cuts back to the dad then cuts the guy again hit and go oh cuts back to the dad it's a good death scene You were asking me, it's like, is this the movie of the guy with the overdramatic act and being shot and being like, ugh, ugh, and I'm like, it's, as far as no, no. For someone to get shot, it was a very drawn out sequence. So after that, Sonny and his family, I guess, get into their brand new car and they're driving down a mountainside and then that's where the criminals finally catch them up, pin them in, I'm going to guess like, it's a construction area, like a quarry. Yeah. And then they proceed to take a, what is it? It's a, they use two bulldozers. Yes. To pin the car so they can't escape. And then while the family's in the car, they just violently use the buckets of the bulldozer to crush the little tiny car that they're in. And you see blood, like, pouring out. And oh, so, yeah. And so he's like, ah, as he's getting crushed Father! as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a little violent. And the whole time, there's, like, a guy with, like, it's some goofy set. He's, like, a, a Filipino guy with, like, insane sideburns or something. And he's just laughing with his sunglasses on. And it's like, that was the hitman who was in charge of the auto guy. And anytime you see that guy with the sideburns, he's always laughing about yeah. something. Like, that's his character. He's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> we got him, boss. <laughs> so Sonny's father is now out of the movie and is then replaced. Who's the father figure for the rest of the movie? The car owner. The guy the who owns the car factory. He just yeah. sticks around. And he's like, I'll take care of the boy. He's like, I'll raise this boy as my own. And they're like, well, we need someone to sign off on Interpol putting in robot parts to make him a killer android. <laughs> and then the guy who owns the car factory is like, yeah, do it. <laughs> Yeah, so when they get to the hospital, the mom's dead. Yes. The dad is dying. He's like, oh, watch over my boy. Blah. Yeah. And then they cut to the boy, and they're like, oh, he's he's fucked up, but he's still living. And they go, let's get him to the closest hospital that has, like, I guess, good equipment. And then it's all these different specialists of doctors. So you got your eye doctor, your spleen doctor, yeah. your leg doctor, and they're all saying, like, oh, this body part is fucked up beyond belief, but I can make it better. And they're yeah. all like, we can put robot parts in them. And then you cut to, like, an overhead view of the operating table. You don't see the kid, but they just have bone saws. And they're just all working away. Yeah, it's... Probably the part where you realize what you're in for is they're taking the bandages off of Sonny's head. And he looks absolutely fine. There's no cybernetics fall, like coming out of yeah. his head. I want him to look like a Borg from Star Trek. Oh, it would have been so good. And then they're like, Sonny, can you read the diagram on the wall? Like, then the eye chart. And he's like, 
I'll try. My eyes are sore. Yeah, so any movie like this where they're like, we can make him better, stronger. Anytime to like, obviously you have to have a scene showing off what you've improved. And it's normally a montage of him like running. And then it's someone with a stopwatch being like, can't believe how fast he is. Or it's someone like stacking weights on like a, a barbell. And they're like, I can't believe how much he's lifting. This movie to show off how much they've improved him. They put him in front of an eye chart and they're like, Sonny, can you read the dreaded bottom line of the eye chart with your right eye? And he goes, I can try. And then he reads it and they go, oh my God. And they're like, hang on a sec. Can you do it with your left eye and then they block his right eye and he does it with his left eye and then they look at each other and they go surgery was a success yep he complains that the letters were too big he's like they're also still so big yeah (laughs) that that was the scene that shows off we've it's a success he can read (laughs) and sunny never complains it's like how come there's a crosshair in my vision yeah (laughs) and as i think as he's zooming in it does the six million dollar man like whoa 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 yeah so that's That kind of killed us was <laughs> it it just rips off. I don't was it six million dollar man or bionic woman that had the sound effect? I'm was pretty sure they both, both they, did. Yeah. It just takes that idea of anytime his power is activated, it it's like This I would say this is like the ten peso kid. Yeah, it's cheap. It's budget. So the next scene, they ask Sonny, try to run. They're like, start walking and just slowly increase your speed. But then instead of instead of filming it in slow-mo and then playing it back in real time or fast-forwarding yeah, speeding it, it up, they just do everything in super slow-mo. And then they're like, look how fast he's going. And it's like, but you're showing it slow. This is the, the fastest slow kid I've ever seen. Yeah. The entire time he's running and he's not running fast, he's running slow. So he's just running to a tree. He's running normal speed. They told him, Sonny, run to that tree and back as fast fast as you can yeah so they film him running to a tree and back which is fine but then they play it back in slow-mo so it take instead of it being 30 seconds of him running it's a five minute scene but because he's using his powers it's five minutes of and then he jumps over um a rail that's like on the side of the road at the top of the, up yeah. top of the hill and it's like Whoa. <laughs> so that's <laughs> That's half the soundtrack, and I think there's only one song, and that song plays for, like, the last 20 minutes of the movie, where yep. it's like, it's action scene, no more talking, everyone just shoot. Yeah, that's the song over and over through the movie. We cut to the bad guys on what I have written down that I think Cody coined it, Far Cry Island. It is very much Far Cry Island. Yeah, this, um, if this took place in Germany, Uwe Boll's dad might have made this, I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. So yeah, they go to Far Cry Island, and the first thing we see are a bunch of babes in the pool, which, at this point, the pool is 100% full of water. The pool, it has, yes, the pool is usable. There's water in the pool. Yep, the the water goes up to just a little bit over the first, like, the first step before getting in, so the water's very high. We'll get back to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a, that's very much a visual point to let you know the sequence of the, how this movie was shot. Super bad guy lets us know that the island has underwater steel nets around it, are electrically charged, and it also has explosives connected to them as well. So the, yeah, the island 
is surrounded by sea mines, electrified underwater nets, and then hidden in the tree lines are turrets with machine guns. And the very first thing we we just looked at each other, we were like, yeah, but you can fly to the island. Like you've protected it from land and sea. You haven't protected it from air. And the guy's like, there's no way on the island. But you can fly to the island. Yeah. So after we get, um, we now know where the bad guy is. We know how the island's protected. So we cut to all the industry heads being picked off one by one by one. Yes. The first kill, not that good, was um, a guy being getting into a plane being like, let's go. And then a guy, the bad guy looks up. He's like, let's count down from three. He's like, three, two, one. And the plane just goes, bleh. Yeah, they had a little bomb on the plane. Yeah. And it's um, it's a model plane. I rewatched the segment. It's not even one second long. It just blows up and then it cuts away. And I'm like, oh, you don't get to see it really. No. But then the, I think it's the second part. Let me check my notes. The second kill was our favorite. It was at a golf course. What was the golf course one again? You remember what the golf course one? Okay, so the golf course one is one of the industry guys is golfing on top of the hill. And then two bad guys are... Yeah, you're. you're I see your face. You're remembering. I'm remembering now. They're sitting there like at the, the cafe watching. It's like, there he is. Let's take him out. And he picks up his golf club and takes the... I guess the head, what we call. Yeah, he takes the head of the club off. And we were you were trying to figure it out. You're just like, oh, is it another bomb? Or is there a gun? And I'm like... This is 100% a blow dart. Like, this is so stupid. It's going to be a blow dart. And sure enough, the guy disassembles his driver into... I don't even know what you would call that. Like, the... The blow dart shoot? The the tube? I don't even know. (laughs) He turns it into that... And then puts a little poison dart in it and shoots it like across the green and just nails the... And I thought he was going to get him in the neck, but he ends up getting him in like the face, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets him right in the cheek. Yeah, he gets him right in the, in the cheek. And then he falls down... Uh, he falls into one of the uh, sand traps, which looking at it, that was a steep-ass sand trap. <laughs> Even his... um, The lady with him like follows, like is trying to like oh, yeah. climb down. You're like, that's really steep. It's really steep. After that industrialist is killed, they just go and blow up an oil rig. Presumably killing the oil man. <laughs> I, which I, I guess, like, you're just, you're sabotaging their, their oil rig. But you're not really killing anybody at that point. Other than the people who are working there, which yeah. is horrible. So now at this point, we cut back to, like, the main bad guy. And this is where, like, a lot of the cropping issues came in. Because I think at this point of the movie, he's, like, talking about how much of a success everything's been going. And he's kind of, like, barking orders at more people. But it's supposed to be a shot in, like, a conference room. But then everyone's cropped out of, like, the sides of the shot. So it's just, like, a guy on his desk yelling to himself. I think at this point of the movie, I was just, like, I had my eyes closed. I was just, I was like, Adam, this is, like, is this, is this, like, the real version of the movie? And you were like, oh, it is is like this is this is how it was cropped for home release so this is part of the things that i was confused about with some of the characters they go to the guy that sonny's staying with to his house to shoot him with an rpg yes but they complain about the guy who owns the lumber um yard so this is now the lumber guy's house even though it was the car guy i don't i don't know yeah it's it's odd they go there they're getting ready to shoot like they have a rocket launcher and sunny sees him and he's just like there's guys up there so he he runs up the mountain yeah and starts beating the shit up out of them he runs up the hill kills everyone does an amazing drop kick to the guy which changes into a dummy that they just huck off the side of a mountain yeah he gets killed 
kicked off a mountain, and then Sonny crushes a rocket launcher with his bare hand. And then he's chasing. The other two guys run away inside of a van. They're driving away, and then Sonny grabs it so they can't go, and then he proceeds to throw the van off a cliff. The van bursts into flames. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. And then again, um, right after that, we get another dialogue scene where I have uh, written down. Movie is clearly 16 by 9, but cropped to 4 by 3. Because this will happen multiple times during any area where it's just people talking, especially one side to the other. So we cut back to the Far Cry Island, which is one of our favorite scenes, which is uh, everyone's dancing, having a good time. And there's just like this one big guy who's just doing this belly thrust. Oh yeah, he's doing this weird, yeah, he's doing a little weird thrust. Is that when he has his butt cheeks out or is that later? <laughs> I think this, it's the same guy. It's but, the same guy, yeah. but it's a little bit later. He's wearing like even, he's wearing an even smaller bathing suit later on in the movie. He's just in there dancing like he's humping the air, but he's doing it with his stomach at yeah. this lady. Oh and yeah, it's wild. Everyone's having a good time. We're like, look at him dancing. Like there's just dance there. And he's just like, ugh, ugh, ugh. Also, you'll notice in this scene, the people in the pool, the water is now down to about the bottom rung of the ladder, which will be the second lowest it gets. It gets even lower. It does. So after, um, I can't remember what the bad guys were doing at that time. Like, I, I literally have no idea. Just they like were celebrating. They they, s- yeah, they were literally celebrating over how well the assassinations were going. And then they get word that the Sonny had sabotaged the lumber guys one. So this is where um, Sonny's current guardians are talking about what they're going to do with him. How his grandparents are going to take him away. And then Sonny, I guess, doesn't want to live with his grandparents. No, he wants to help Interpol stop the assassins yeah so he runs away he runs to some kind of like shrine village where the evil guys find him they're like hey we're your dad's friends we know who killed your father and he's just like will you take me there and they're like yeah we'll take you there and then they just helic no they take him into a plane there's a bit of a kung fu fight then they take him into a plane oh that yeah that was um yeah that was that was earlier that we that we skipped that part okay we skipped that part where sunny and Another guardian. He has so many guardians. Yeah, like the movie. The movie sets up Sonny is going to get payback, but then it keeps being like, we need to think of an excuse. Like we forgot, we need a way to get him to the island, and we need a way for the villains to actually interact with him. Mm-hmm. And it keeps leaving that until the very end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. So the part that we missed was Sonny and Guardian kill four guys. Like, they say, like, oh, they killed him, and they capture one. Yes. And then one escapes. So these new guys befriend Sonny and take him into the airplane and fly him to the island where the big bad guy, let me see if I have his name. No, it just says criminal leader in yeah. my notes. So criminal leader has him, like, hey, you're the kid that's been killing my guys. And he's like, get all the fighters outside. And then Sonny starts to fight them one by one. So he has to, he beats up four guys. The big guy that was doing the belly dance with his thong on. Yeah, he's got, like, he's got his shorts, like, hiked up his butt crack and i think he's supposed i think honestly it looks like when they shot it they're like you're a big guy why don't you pretend to be like a sumo fighter yep that's literally what i have down is like that fu- that sunny fights a sumo yeah like but it, he's not a sumo guy he's just a guy with a small bathing suit oh by the way when the main vi- sorry this is jumping back when the main villain gets out of the pool for the very first time where it introduces him he gets out of the pool which at the start of the movie the pool's full he gets out and he says all right guys like enough party and come to the the evil lair so i can tell you my plan when he gets out of that pool this movie is 50 years old has not stood like as far as like quality and and everything has not stood up well you can clear as day see this guy's dong in his in his bathing suit <laughs> 
This guy it's is true. This guy is wearing a bathing suit that is like I, I'm trying to think of what it's called. I think it's a, called a Brazilian cut. <laughs> Brazilian has no hair whatsoever. That's a Brazilian wax. Oh, sorry. But I think as far as it's a, it's not. Oh, you mean his underwear? It's a, it's like or a it's it's, it's like a speedo, right? Well, it's like a speedo, but it's a it's bikini. It's like bikini underwear. Yeah. But it's not like the bikini back where it's like the thong. It's not a thong style. This back. covers his ass. It covers his butt cheeks, okay. kind of like it's like tidy whities like tidy whities Yeah. But the front is like super. Like, yeah, the front is, like, pretty wild, and you can clear his day. Like, there's only one place for this guy's wang to go, <laughs> and you can clear his day, see it, and you're just like, oh. That's, like, it's basically what Michael Phelps would wear while swimming. It's like an Olympics style. No, I no? think. You think, I, is it tighter? I, it's not even that it's tighter, it's less fabric. Oh. Like, where... It's where, tight where it needs to be and loose where yeah. it doesn't need to be. <laughs> It's t- it's tight, but that's not the issue. The issue is is that there's so little fabric. Like if you were to think of like the waistline of where your bathing suit would go, this was like a low rise waistline oh. bikini cut, and it's like this isn't even a bathing suit. This is an eye patch, <laughs> and somewhere this man's genitals are just like tucked up over into the side where there's a little bit of fabric. And it was we both looked at it when he got out of the pool and went, oh. <laughs> Because it's right in your face. Oh, it's right there. Anyway, sorry, going back. (laughs) (laughs) The sumo guy, um, he picks up Sonny and hucks him off a mountain, which we get a nice, another dummy being thrown off the side of a cliff. And then Sonny runs back up. Well, hang hang on. (laughs) When he throws Sonny off the mountain, they found an extra that could lift Sonny over his head. Like, deadlift him right up over his head. And then they said, lift him up and then run to, like, this area. And then we're going to... Then we'll do a, an edit to a shot of like the the stunt dummy being thrown off the cliff. But where this guy picks Sonny up is not even close to where the cliff is. So he picks him up and then there's like a 40, uh, there's like a 30 second shot of him running. But obviously like you're, imagine picking someone up completely over your head and then running. Imagine running with your arms just straight up over your head. Like it's the most awkward looking thing. This guy does it with a kid. So he's not even running fast. He's just quickly walking and you can see his priority is don't drop this kid. Don't drop this kid. <laughs> don't trip. Don't kill. Yeah. Don't kill Sonny. Yeah, exactly. Sumo hucks Sonny off the cliff. Sonny runs back up, gets surrounded by um, the red hats. They, it's like they're red shirts, basically. All these guys, they look the same. They have a red hat, and then they're then they're uniform. They surround him with guns, and then they put Sonny in quick drying cement. Oh my god! Yes. Inside a, a like an oil barrel. They yeah, they put Sonny inside an oil barrel, so it's just his head sticking out, and then they fill it with cement, and then put that on a little tiny aluminum boat, and then take him out into the bay, and they're just like, <laughs> we're gonna throw the barrel into the bay. Which, if you think about it. That might be the most horrific way to die in the world. <laughs> for like, for a 10 year old being like, oh, for anything. Like, I'm not, <laughs> like, you don't even have your arms and legs free. It's just your head watching what's going on. They throw him overboard and then he just magically pops up. He's with, out. Yeah. They don't even show him escaping. That or I blinked and I missed no. it. No. He goes in the water and I think there's a shot of the barrel like sinking a little bit. And then they're like, eh, that'll show that kid. And then as he's... they're about to leave, you just see a little hand reach up and grab the side of the boat and he's out. <laughs> he, tip, he tips the boat over. What does he do after that? He drowns all three guys. <laughs> he holds them underwater and drowns yeah. them. 
Fucking, and you see the guy struggling too. Oh it's yeah, like, it's just a little boy. <laughs> it's not like he snapped their necks. Did you go like, oh, could he kill them? It's like holding them underwater, holding them. Yes, down. <laughs> he violently kills them by drowning. And then he swims back to shore. Oh, um, does he swim under the fence? He swims by the fence, and the he um, swims by the fence, and then it uses he uses his like supervision to see the uh, machine gun nests, mm-hmm. and then he sneaks back ashore, sneaks back into the resort, and finds a radio. Yeah, and it's it's like a oh sorry, go ahead. Um, I was gonna say in my notes, Will I Am tells the kid to give his regards to Neptune or Satan, whoever he sees. Yes, and then Sunny spits on him. <laughs> and that's- <laughs> give my regards to Neptune or Satan. Whoever you should see first. <clears throat> huh? You little creep. That's right before they go to take him to yeah. the ocean drown him. I was just like, oh my... Because this guy kind of looks like Will I Am. He he's, looks like Will I Am. He's running around and he's the only brother there. Sonny's back on the island. He finds like the world's biggest CB radio... <laughs> Um, he gets on it and just starts twisting dials. So he obviously doesn't know what he's doing. And then he just starts whispering into the microphone, Interpol, Interpol, it's me, Sonny. I'm on the island. <laughs> and then it just cuts to, I'm pretty sure the same radio, but on a different set. <laughs> and it's just a group of his guardians listening. And they're like, Sonny, where are you? And he's like, it was a 25 minute seaplane ride from where they kidnapped me. And then they just go, all right. That he said like southwest or something. something. Like he gave them directions. He gave him directions. He knew exactly where he was going. It was his plan the whole time. Sonny Lee calling Manila Interpol. Come in, please. Over. This is Castro. Sonny, where are you? Where are you? Sonny! I'm on an island 25 miles by light plane southwest of Manila. Over. 10-4, Sonny. Island is 25 minutes southwest of Manila. Are you all right, Sonny? Are you? Over. I'm all right, sir. As long as they don't find me, over. We'll get you, Sonny. Just you hold on tight. Over. The island is surrounded by steel nets and explosives. The place is well guarded by machine guns. No way in. Everyone on the alert. Over. Don't worry. We'll find a way in. Just try not to get into any more trouble, Sonny. Over. Roger, Chief. Over and out. So Interpol shows up with, let's say, 100 helicopters, because who knows? I I looked at it. It's a 15-minute scene. It's it's a 15-minute budget reenactment of Apocalypse Now (laughs) of helicopters with people firing machine guns at them at villagers. Yep. All the girls run out of the pool, which is now very low. So now the pool, the girls are in the deep end of the pool, and the water is up to their knees, and the ladders are above their heads, (laughs) and the jets for the pool are a good three feet above the waterline. Like, where'd all the water go? Well, I'm assuming now, I'm assuming they were looking for an area to film the end of this movie. And they went to the lumber yard and he said, the guy said, no, you can shoot here, but you can't fly helicopters and blow it up. They went to that little village with the shrine and they said, no, you can't blow it up. They went to the car factory and the guy said, no, you can't blow it up. And then the resort guy was like, look, I'll let you set off bombs on the beach but you have to do it during the off season when there's no tourists or visitors here. 
So that's why all the pool, all the uh, patio furniture stuff is put away and the pool hasn't been maintained and it's half empty. It's because they went back and the guy was like, you can shoot here, but like only when no one's using it. So there's just a massacre of good guys, bad guys. Yeah, it's, it's just a huge... With that music continually playing. Oh, yeah. So I think one of my favorite scenes from the movie is when Sonny is running on the beach and a guy's shooting at him and Sonny's like, how am I going to get rid of him? Sonny picks up a coconut yes. and hucks it at this guy where you pointed out you can see like it's not even a string connected to it. it is a string but there's also something else like wedged into the coconut so like this it looks like a black bar sticking out of it oh yeah and he throws it and it, you see it go like whoop, and then smack the guy and he falls out of the tree <laughs> <laughs> What I loved about the action beat was they had a couple of shots of the helicopter flying over the beach of the resort. And then they had little firecrackers going off in the sand to like simulate gunshots and grenades because they're throwing grenades. So they were competent enough filmmakers to be like, okay, we know how to shoot this. So they shot it and they shot it from a couple different angles and they shot it a couple different times to get like the coverage that they need. But then whoever edited this train wreck was like, just like literally felt so guilty cutting out these like obviously these were the expensive shots in the movie whoever edited this felt so bad cutting this out that he was like i'm not cutting anything it's just going to be a montage of everything we shot with helicopters because we're not wasting any of it so yeah you're left with a 15 minute montage of helicopters and it's like yeah we get it the helicopters were expensive but I don't need to watch 15 minutes of helicopters. It was a little long, but there was enough things happening that I didn't mind it too much. Yeah. There was one guy wearing like a checkered jumpsuit that yes. you saw die a few times. And even you said, oh no, that's just what they're wearing. And But you saw him die, I think two or three times, and you never saw him again. You're like, good, good. Yeah. So as everyone's dying, there's two, um, there's two key points. Will I Am hides in the pool. Yes. <laughs> underwater so he's crouched like he's laying down because he's not floating he's like literally crouched laying down in the water and they just walk up to the pool and they point the guns like get out of here he's like man yeah he's like oh they got me and then at the end Sonny sees big bad criminal leader hop into a plane with um his driver yeah they start to fly out and Sonny's running to catch the plane yes I thought he was gonna grab the wing and like rip it off what happens they get away they get they? A- yeah they get, a- they get away and Sonny just like is running there and he's not he can't catch up to the plane the plane just goes and then yeah then everyone's like where's sunny where's sunny and you see sunny walking on this pier on the water looking up to the clouds being like i'll get you just he doesn't say anything but he's thinking it and then what happens it just says end day (laughs) and Um, we were like it's over (laughs) which had a very you um, can tell this movie was a was pre twilight zone movie because sunny that it's actually shot the shot of him running to catch the plane is a shot from the window of a plane taxiing down the runway and it's like a, a prop plane taxiing under its own power down the runway and sunny is running beside the wing and it's like if this plane came to a sudden stop or or if any how if any way that sunny got in front of this plane he's running into a propeller or if he tripped he could like go underneath one of the landing like so dangerous <laughs> When he gets um, taken onto the island, you see a plane landing, 
And then you see a zoom in, then they zoom into the window and Sonny's on the plane. I'm like, oh, they actually had him on the plane. They didn't really need to get that shot of his his face in the window being like, where's the bad guy? Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was lots of fun. There were some slower parts in it, which I've watched movies which were way worse than this. Oh, well, yeah, this, is, this isn't one of the worst things we've seen. It did drag on some of the cropping. <laughs> was frustrating as far as like technically how the movie was done that was pretty embarrassing the one that got me was just them refusing to waste any of the helicopter footage they shot like they were so proud that they hired they hired like they had in the budget enough money to get three helicopters to fly in formation for 15 minutes so you see all 15 minutes of it yeah i I thought this guy would recommend it Yeah, it's not overly violent. I thought it was fun. It was funny. It's kind of neat to see. I don't know. I think like kind of something magical happens once you start like doing all these like cultural third person things where it's a Filipino movie. It's it's an American premise of like the Bionic Man retold through Filipino filmmakers and then re-edited for a European audience by like um, German producers. And like once all that, and then it comes full circle back to it's dubbed in English. So it's kind of like putting a sentence through Google Translate a bunch of times. And it's like, it's like one of those things where if you translate like what time is breakfast and then you Google translate it enough, it's like, it's ham time. Like, and you're just like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I think this this movie is like it's been put through Google Translate too many times and then retranslated back to English and something along somewhere along the lines like it just kind of gets a little magical where it's like this is wild like I can't believe this is a movie. And I'm I'm 100% certain this was marketed towards kids the entire way. Yeah, I think so. I wouldn't say like kid kids like children and like it's a family movie even when the whole family's being crushed by the bulldozer. Yeah. <laughs> So for our rankings, I know we're going to be putting this movie. This movie is now in my number eight slot, so it's staying on my top ten. It's right in between Dead Weekend and Jaws 3. Dead Weekend is just ahead of it at seven, and Jaws 3 is just below it at nine. Uh, I'm going to put this. This is going to be my new number seven, so just above Far Cry for me. That's fair. Yeah. Both, both of them take place in the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the comp- when I made the Far Cry comparison for this movie was when... Because the Far Cry movie we watched is just... The end of the movie is just... We bought uh, a crate of, like, blank ammunition. And we'll be damned if we don't shoot every single one of them off on film. That's how this movie ends. To me, is just, like, we bought 20 pounds of gunpowder. We bought so many blank ammunition rounds. We're not wasting a single one. Every single shot of a gun going off every single shot of a grenade explosion is making it to the final cut of this movie that that's how it felt to me and that was almost like this one we're like just put everything in the ground like we're not using yes we can't go home with like stuff it needs yeah. to be used and blow blow everything up yeah y- yeah on our next episode which i believe is a patreon episode we're going to be watching and talking about orca the killer whale yes. from the same year that this movie was made yeah so it, this is like a back-to-back 1977 i guess movie viewing that hopefully everyone can listen to the episode because it's gonna be really fun 
Oh yeah, Orcas. Orcas a wild ride. So this week we don't have any listener mail, but we do have to thank all of our Patreon members. So I think we are up to four currently. All right. So we have um, Rob, who's a Patreon member. We have Andrea, who's a Patreon member. We have Jazz, who is a Patreon member. And we have Danielle. And I think that's... We're going to have to let... We we watched one of Rob's movies, didn't we? We did. Plan 9 from Outer Space. Thank you again, Rob. Really appreciate it. We do one pick per month for Patreon members. Yeah. So uh, we can get Danielle, Jazz, and Andrea all to be like, watch this movie. And please don't make them like Plan 9 from Outer Space. (laughs) oh my god so thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time yeah thanks as always you can find us online through our social media accounts on twitter and instagram both at a kind of garbage you can also email us at a kind of garbage at gmail.com with any questions or comments you may have be sure to check us out at a kind of garbage.com where you can find links to our twitter instagram and youtube pages as well as our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash a kind of garbage, where you can get access to our private Discord channel and Patreon exclusive podcasts. Thank you again for joining us and be sure to tune in next time. As far as Orca goes, I told my dad recently that we watched Orca for the podcast. And because my dad had showed it to me when I was like younger, because I, I loved Jaws when I was a kid. I thought it was like the coolest movie. So my dad was like, oh, after, like when Jaws came out, there was a bunch of Jaws ripoffs. Like there's a bunch of movies like this. And I was like, that's awesome. So he ended up showing me Orca. And I think even at the time I made it to one of the plot points of Orca as a kid and was like, what the hell are we watching? <laughs> So I told my dad recently that I, I rewatched Orca and my dad was like, because I think my, yeah, my dad saw it when it came out and I think my dad recommended it to his brother. He was telling me that he had recommended it to someone and they came back and they're like, are you retarded? Like, <laughs> they're like, this movie was awful. And my dad was like, uh oh, <laughs> what have I done? <laughs>